Good morning. That was the great Linda Ronstad with some Christmas music for the season. We're the Obvious Brothers. I'm Obvious Steve and... I'm Obvious John. All right, John, it's the Christmas season. I'll start with the obvious question. Are you ready for Christmas? Uh, sure. Sure. Wow. Good. Wow. Hmm. I thought the obvious answer everybody gave was not really, but there, there you go. So it's only... Only four days ready. away. I'm ready for it to come and go. <laughs> Ouch. All right. There you go. You, you, you got the Grinch on one end of the line. So, uh, you know, and I'm famous for being Scrooge. So I guess we got it covered, huh? Yes, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So, so, John, speaking of Christmas, let's open with this wonderful conversation. Every year they want us to act like we, we're dying to watch NBA games on Christmas Day. John, is that true? Are you are you dying to watch the NBA on uh, Christmas Day? I don't think I've ever watched the NBA on Christmas Day, ever. Oh, really? Wow. Well, let, let me, I'll just dig into the, the story uh, 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 pouch here and pull this one out. I remember as a teenager at one big family affair, uh, and we won't even talk when this was uh, before there was cable tele before there was cable television, and uh, to avoid uh, doing any real uh, family bonding kind of thing, uh, several of us guys went into a room and watched Julius Irving on Christmas Day. Uh, so uh, I, I can't claim to have not watched the NBA much. But uh, it is not really appointment TV uh, in my in my book. Though, no, though, though, if you're stranded uh, in that situation, it's good to say, wow, you know, LeBron and the Warriors are playing about right now. I'd better go see that. Yeah, I mean, they do have some good matchups uh, that are definitely um, entertainment worthy, but it's too early in the season. I mean, they're, you know, how the NBA is. They don't really start playing until about April. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Uh, well, but I, they do seem to get pretty amped up for the uh, the Christmas Day games, and uh, uh, plus it's always fun to see the uniforms that they'll wear. I guess, but yeah. I don't necessarily have to watch a game to see any of that information. Today's e day and age. Yeah, e ESPN loves to promo this sort of thing because, well, because they've spent money on it. But but as as to as to the April thing. Uh, Five thirty eight has decided that they're they're doing some sort of NBA uh, projection kind of uh, uh, data, data thing. Uh, I, I know you don't really look at five thirty eight much, but I, I was intrigued that they now they now are proud of the fact that they have regular season versus playoff rotations uh, in their in their uh, assessment of teams. So that tells you that. Uh, what you get in the regular season and what you'll see in in, uh, in the playoffs are two very different animals in the NBA. And can yeah. you, can you can you think of any other sport that's like that? Uh, that oh yeah, you know, hey, Sunday week sixteen of the NFL uh, in the midst of a playoff hunt, uh, Dak Prescott won't will sit out a game, you know, and uh, we'll change our rotation. We we're not going to give Zeke the ball. 25 times because we want to save him for for uh, two or three weeks from now yeah yeah i mean week 17 literally might be the only time you'll 
see that in the NFL. Um, you know, this week you'll see a lot of everybody playing because there's a lot to play for this weekend. Uh, even Major League Baseball in early spring in April and May, they're, I mean, those games count for them at the end of the year. And, right. And, uh, and, you know, Major League Baseball does have a lot of rotation. You know, players take days off throughout the year anyways. But, you know, when you play 162 games in a season. Right. And you play back-to-back-to-back days a lot. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Right. Really, you know, not to get on too much of a tangent there, but really makes Cal Ripken's record pretty freaking amazing, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it, it, it does. Uh, he wanted to play, so there you go. He, he played beat up pretty bad a lot, but yeah, he definitely, uh, yeah, he, he wanted to play and the, and the organization was willing to let him, so. Yeah, they say records are always made to be broken. Is yeah, I don't. any possible way you see that record being broken in today's mm. age? No, no, not, not in my lifetime, so. No. There you go. I don't, I mean, I don't see how, I mean, there's got to be some special kid comes up and just as thinks, I'm going to break Cal Ripken's record. I mean, you, you've got to and almost... you, you got to stay healthy, and and the team's got the team's got to go along with you too. I mean, when you're yeah. when you're hurting and hitting two twenty, which he was a couple times, you know, the team sticking with you is another thing. You know, it's not just about you. So, all right, all right. Well, that was a how do we end up there now? Conversation number two, because next week uh, ESPN's also promoing all the uh, bowl games that they're showing. Right, uh, the. Uh, the one that sticks out to me is, is that Will Greer from West Virginia has said he's not playing in in the bowl game. All right, when uh, there have been a lot of that, and I actually uh, Purdue plays next Friday against Auburn, and Auburn's quarterback is sitting out uh, because of uh, the pro. Uh, I understand why they do that, but if you're Jeremy Stidham or Will Greer. Is that really a good idea to not play in the bowl game? Is it going to hurt their stock? I mean, well, that's the question. Already, the teams already have an idea of. I mean, if, if, if right now, NFL teams are already starting to put together their boards on who they think, what they need, and where they're going to get them at. So, I think for anybody that's got Will Greer on their board right now, whether he plays or doesn't play next Friday, has no implication on on whether or not he's still going to be on their board after next Friday. You don't, you don't think if he puts uh, 400 yards and five touchdowns on the board in, in a quality game, that doesn't uh, – I mean, he's only like the number five quarterback at this point. That doesn't give him a boost? Number five quarterback probably get drafted, what, 12th? I mean, you know how the number five quarterbacks fly up the draft. He's probably still going to be picked in the first round, if not – Late first round, early second round. Yeah, well, I, I, I agree with you that quarterbacks move up the board uh, pretty fast. Uh, I'm not, I, I'd have, we, we haven't done our analysis of who's, uh, who's needing a quarterback next year. Uh, last spring, there were a lot of good quarterbacks on the board, and a lot of teams needed one. So I'm not sure that that's true this coming year. So you think it, you think it's a, it doesn't do, do any harm then? You think uh, he doesn't? Those guys don't need that extra data point to use the uh, jargon of the day to not to even, to move up. Not even a little bit. I think there's enough over his career. I mean, he was a he's been a what a two year starter. Yeah, he's been two uh, years at West Virginia. Yeah. So. so 
got there's plenty of uh, film out there on, on Will Greer to uh, for anybody to make up their mind. Yeah, well, I, I guess Greer was the one who was a nat- yeah. I, I'm more. I would think more about Stidham, who did not have a good senior year. Uh, I, w- I would think he would need to show that he could really play. I mean, Greer had a great year. I, I yes. mean, yeah. So. I mean, maybe, and I, I don't know the full story. Maybe Stidham's got a little injury. He's got a tweak or something that he doesn't want to. I mean, of course, you're also a week away from the game. But um, I would think I would agree with you on, on him. Uh, he's not really somebody I have on my on my big board as QBs. I mean, where's he fall in the lineup? Probably the six. Top. He was six. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, I think Greer was fifth. Yeah, on on, on uh, Todd McShay's board this week. Yeah, so that seems, that seems high to me, but I, I guess I don't know where all the options are either. Yeah, well, you, if you, when you look at the list, you kind of scratch your head. Uh, the kid from Missouri is number four, I think, and I'm like, okay, if you say so. All right. <laughs> We're we're almost ten minutes in, John. That's we haven't talked about the NFL really yet. Uh, so uh, scoring's down these last three weeks after starting the year like the uh, greatest scoring season in history. Uh, I think scoring's down like eight points a game over the last three weeks. What the heck happened? I mean, if you if you think about the games like Monday night, Monday night, the New Orleans game was twelve nine. That was Monday night, right? Right, and then of course the uh, the the uh, Eagles uh, Rams game ended up being thirty twenty three, but after forty five forty games and so forth, it doesn't seem to be that high scoring. So, what well, what what's going on? It got cold. <laughs> got cold. Weather's changed. I mean, honestly, that's what I would attribute most of it to. You still got your dunk. I mean, the Vikings put up forty one indoors. Uh, you know, the I think the thirty twenty three score is pretty high for the Eagles Ravens. I guess it's not as you know over the sixty mark like you would expect. You're right. Maybe we're thinking. Right. Um, you know, we had two shutouts this weekend in the NFC East. The Giants and Cowboys both got blanked. Um, right. But Bengals scored thirty against the Raiders, thirty to sixteen. Uh, Bears scored twenty four against the Packers. Falcons scored forty against the Cardinals. I mean, there's not. You know, the indoor teams played well. Outdoor teams, Browns, Broncos, 17-16. Right. Titans, Jets. I mean, that was, or, or Texans, Jets. That's fairly high, 29-21 for a couple good defenses. Yeah. So, yeah, you you having, you having you think offense is still there. It's just a matter of, of playing in the nasty weather is part yes. of it. Yes. Right. I think that's, that's definitely got to be a factor. Yeah, well... And that'll make the playoffs interesting because uh, there are several nasty places they're going to have to go through uh, in the first couple weeks, anyway. Yes, uh, I mean if Chicago, Pittsburgh, you know, New England, they'll be playing in those places the first two weeks. So correct. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's get down to it. Uh, you, you, your pick was right again last week. Um, I'm not going to criticize you for, for skinning through by a point. Uh, a, a W is a W, right? That's right. That's yeah, right. I didn't say I had to be. No, no, that's, no, that's fair. You, 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 uh, 
but I, I, I was much amused as I was watching the score saying, wow, he's going to win this by a point, isn't he? And, uh, you did. So there you go. You were a genius. Yeah. So what you got this week? Uh, right now, I think the best pick I have is the Bears plus four. Bears? On the road in San Fran. Bears plus four. So you're going bet against the 49ers this week. And it's going Correct. it's going to work for you. Because I've just, you know, I, I lost the last two weeks betting against the 49ers. So. Yeah, what the heck? I mean, what the heck happened to Seattle, by the way? I mean, who they are, they're in the heart yeah. of a big playoff rush, trying, still trying to make the playoffs and try, maybe even get the, uh, well, they can't get the number one or the win the division. And they go and just lay an egg in San Fran. Yeah. That's not great. Right. Doesn't boost my confidence for Seattle going I, 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 I don't know about laying an egg, but they did lose the game. I mean, it did go to overtime. Uh, they did not look great. They did not look great. Yeah. Well, and you've been saying for two weeks what are the Niners doing? They're ruining their draft uh, status. So, mm-hmm. you know, what the heck are they doing? Yes. And then uh, Seattle has Kansas City this week, and I, I've seen people taking the Seahawks to win. Uh, after that performance last week, it's a little, you know, it's it's hard to guess week to week, isn't it? But uh, it's a different thing when they're playing there in Seattle, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, the 12th is a big deal there, but I'm surprised, you know, you come off a loss against the Niners, and then you're playing one of the top two or three teams in the league. And you're, right, you're, you're, you're favored. You're a three-point dog, you're a two-and-a-half-point dog. Yeah. But you're a home dog. Right. So, uh, yeah, you would, you would uh, yeah. yeah. They keep it that close, that it would be interesting. All how right. About, how yeah. about the, uh, the Browns being over a touchdown favorite at home? That's pretty exciting for Cleveland fans, isn't it? Nine-point favorite against the Bengals at home? They're nine. I, I must have missed that. Nine? That's what I got here. That's what he's got here, so... Uh, I, I find that unbelievable. Uh, they're only really a half game better in terms of record, right? Correct. And it's a division rivalry. And et cetera, et cetera. So why, why are they a nine-point favorite? <laughs> Even better yet, the over-under is only 44 and a half. 44 and a half. So... so They're expecting a 27-17 game. Well, I was just kind of looking here. I'm I'm, I'm trying to find the injury report. Mixon is is questionable. Kirkpatrick's questionable. Tyler Board is out. I think Tyler Board's going to be out. Questionable, questionable. So does that explain it that they're they're just a lot more hurt than the Browns are? Well, they got you know Joe Driscoll at quarterback, or whatever his name is, Driscoll. Well, this is showing. Well, it doesn't show Dalton hurt. They're just going to play Driscoll. Yeah, he's played the last two weeks. 
Yeah, I get. I guess the uh, no, nine, eight and a half is nine. That's too much. So I I'll, okay. I'm changing my pick. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to take the Bengals in the nine points. Does that remind you of anybody? Is it? Okay, now, 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 now you get. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Okay, so so now you tell me, but you realize. This is where you do that. No, no, uh-uh. I'm gonna let you write. I'm gonna let you. I'm just gonna let you. You bask in the glow of this one. Is that right? No, I don't think. I, I'm gonna stick with my original pick. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going. I, I I like the Texans getting two at Philadelphia. I like that. I, I don't, I do not understand, I guess, again, we're back to what happened last week. They like the fact the Eagles went out and beat the Rams. But, uh, you, you know, the, the Texans are in the number two slot in the AFC. They play monster defense. They can put some points on the board. And uh, I'm not, I've never really believed the Nick Foles story. So, uh, I, I, you know, I the, uh, yeah. Nick, or uh, Jared Goff the single worst QB in the last three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, he threw, he, threw, he threw four picks against the Bears. That'll knock your QB rating down a lot. So I think he threw two more against the yeah, he did. Eagles. Yeah, right. So he's been a turnover machine. So that victory, the Rams have not looked as good the last few weeks. So uh, obviously. And, uh, <laughs> good call, Mr. Obvious. Yeah, well. Uh, there you go. That's why we're the obvious brothers. So uh, why why people think that the Eagles are going to beat a high quality AFC team, even at home, uh, uh, I don't get it. So I'm going I'm going to take the Texans in the two points. And next next week we'll talk about why I did another dumb pick since I think I'm two for thirteen and thirteen for the season. So uh, and I think my, mine's about flipping it thirteen and two. About yeah, you've you've done really really well. Uh, I'll admit that, which makes this whole conversation even funnier, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so tomorrow's games, as we head toward the 19 minute mark, tomorrow's games, couple quality games from from the NFL on Saturday this time. Yes, they do have two good games, uh, especially with Washington and uh, hanging in there with the uh, in the race, and so is Tennessee. And- so as he looks at the schedule to see what I'm talking about, right? But the Baltimore Baltimore uh, Chargers game, that's a high octane quality game. I mean, either one of them, they're both like right behind in their division races. Both are in playoff spots right now, and uh, it, it was uh, they both have a lot to play for and. Uh, yeah, Baltimore can take uh, early possession of first place in, in the AFC North. Right. With, uh, and Steelers are playing the, the Saints, which you, mm-hmm. which again was about a touchdown spread. You would think they're not going to win that game, so they could end up being in first, but they've got to beat the Chargers. The one thing I keep hearing people talk about, uh, even though it's in L.A., they don't really don't have much of a home field advantage there in a tiny little soccer stadium. They're, they're in Carson. So uh, uh, the best thing about the Ravens going out there is that they don't really lose a home field, but you're going to play in a hell of a lot better weather than you probably would yeah. in Baltimore. So 
Yeah. Very true. Very true. All right. So two quality games tomorrow. Uh, after the weekend's over with one week left, who's in the number six playoff slot in each division? I think uh, let's – I'll say the Ravens are going to lose to the Chargers and the Colts are going to win and the Titans will be win. So I guess the Colts have the tiebreaker there. So the Colts will be in the sixth spot in the AFC East or AFC. Okay. And in the NFC, I don't think anything changes. The Vikings will still be there. Okay. Well, it, it, the way we're talking, I mean, depending on what Philadelphia does – the Vikings might not even need to win to stay uh, in, in possession of the sixth slot. Correct. If uh, Philly and, well, Washington would have to lose also. Well, well you just said Tennessee will beat them. So, uh, Correct. All right. So so at the end of the weekend, we're looking at Minnesota and Indy, you think, might be where we're at. Yes. Uh, the, the, uh, you're making, if Baltimore and the Steelers both lose, the uh, AFC North is going to be one ugly thing. Jeff. Somebody's going to have to win it, but it isn't going to be a very pretty record, is it? No. And uh, you know who that has a chance then, right? No. <laughs> oh, we're, we're going to talk Browns? We're talking Browns? They're not dead yet. They're not dead yet. Let's see. If they went, if they went out, and get to eight and seven. Yeah, they, eight, 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 seven, and one. Yeah. And Pittsburgh loses the next two weeks. Doesn't. And I mean, Cleveland has to play Baltimore next week. So no, Baltimore loses winning, this week. Win, win, winning out would mean would mean uh, that Baltimore loses uh, two yes. weeks. But well, Baltimore would have to lose this week against um, the Chargers. Does, doesn't make doesn't does not make any difference. They cannot win the division. They end up with the, in your scenario. They they end up eight seven and one with the Steelers. And uh, remember, they tied one and the Steelers won the other one. Steelers will have the yes. Steelers have the tiebreaker against them if they end up both eight seven and one. They uh, can. I saw. Are you okay. Sure? Yes. I don't know. Yes, yes, I know this. They would have the same division record. It doesn't matter. It's head-to-heads first. But they owe because the win has more weight over the tie. The tie, the, yeah, the tie's a push. You know this. Okay, they, right, right, this, yeah, is yeah, how, yeah. this is how they make the playoffs. You ready? I, I saw this. All right, they have to win out. Baltimore has to end up 8-8, eight and eight, losing both games. Um, Indy and Tennessee both have to lose, right? Miami has to lose one of the next two. And in week 17, Indy and Tennessee have to tie. So they all end up eight, they all end up eight, seven, and one, and Cleveland has the tiebreaker. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. So there you go. So I saw that uh, on TV the other day. Somebody break it down that they had a chance. and. Uh, you know, it's good that the Browns have a meaningful game on week 16 for the first time in your lifetime, I think. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, but yeah, they can't win the division, but they can make the, the, the number six slot if all those things that won't happen happen, right? 
It's, it's even less likely than you getting a number two spot in the wins pool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yes. Uh, John, John is in the fourth slot in the wins pool, one game behind two people right now, and he's trying to figure out how, with two games left and one shitty team and his three, uh, he's going to slide <laughs> into the two hole and grab the money. Right, John? Uh, it could, yeah, I, the, uh, yeah, it could happen. Uh, it really doesn't look good for you on paper, but it could happen. I don't know. I mean, Luke's, uh, there's a chance. Is there, I want to hear you break it down. How, how, what, what do you see as the chance? I'm going to well, have to obviously go. I have to go six and oh. Oh, you're going six and oh? Uh, well, if you go six and zero, oh, you'll you'll have a chance. But that means the Jets have to win. Uh, Twice. Right, and who do they play this week? It was on top of my. I, I had it a moment ago. And they finish with the Patriots, who might need to win. They got the Packers and at the Patriots. Uh, Pack- so the Jets are probably not going to win a game. Right. They might win yeah, well, it's in New York. Uh, I don't know what the weather's going to be like. But I almost took that spread there because that was. You like the Packers giving two and a half? You were going to take the Jets. Yeah. Okay. So you you okay? So first, the the thing that you really need you need the Jets to win a couple games, and that's uh, that is the weakness on your side because the, the other two guys, number three teams, are look better on paper. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Indy, Baltimore, and Minnesota. Right, He's so and, and uh, Luke, who's at it, has New England, Seattle, and Washington. So, as I said, New England's got things to play for. We just talked about Seattle, and Washington is shaky with Josh Johnson playing quarterback and ten-point underdogs against Tennessee this week. But uh, you gotta like their chances more than you. And they finished with Philadelphia. Yeah, at home. Uh, you got like their chances to win a game better than the Jets, I think. So, yep. And they're in, and like I said, to start, they're a game ahead of you. So, yeah. And in both our win pools, first place is virtually locked up. Right. Well, the one the the, the young woman has twenty. Abby. Yeah, has twenty nine. Twenty nine with with two weeks. How do we let her get Kansas City and the Chargers? Mm-hmm. How did yeah. we let her? Yes, I, 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 yes, it, it must have been rigged or something. That's, she's, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Well, yeah, taking two, you, you know, you never want to take two teams from the same division, and to have two teams from the same division both have 11 wins is, uh, yeah, crazy stuff. Well, John, we, we've killed almost 28 minutes with our chatter today. Uh, well done. Yeah. So, John, have a great Christmas. You too. Yeah. Oh, and uh, thank you for our Christmas present. It's very nice. Oh, you're you're welcome. Uh, it was a washer dryer, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's it an in, inside joke. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So, uh, take care.
Love to you and yours. Yep. Same to you. Love you and yours. All right. Bye. No.